You're listening to episode 133, and today I'm having some real talk about what to expect for 2021 and how we can go into it with high hopes, but not have those hopes fall too hard and help manage our anxiety and set better goals. Take a listen. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? <laughs> Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife. I had just started my counseling career and my life was organized and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career, I was home with two babies while building my photography business, and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out, and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety, and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is is. I get you. I hear you. I see you. I am you. I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on. You deserve more than the disheveled, burnt out, anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat. It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. Welcome to Seamboat Huddle, the podcast. I'm Erin Miller, your host. Friends, we have made it to the end of 2020. And this episode isn't about how great 2021 is going to be. <clears throat> In fact, I almost feel like, well, it's not the opposite of that. I think it's it's just uh, wanting to talk with you about realistic expectations because you're not alone. I'm with you if you're in the space of <clears throat> nothing can be as hard as it's been in 2020. And the only place we can go is up from here. <laughs> However, I, I view this year and I believe that next year is going to follow suit in this pattern that it's very much like personal development. There isn't a gradual climb up I think the only thing we can expect is gradual. And the reason I want to have this conversation with you, and I'll make this probably a quick one today because um, we're all on vacation, hopefully. At least we're kind of checking out, right? (laughs) Prepping ourselves for the new year. I've heard so many people, including myself, of saying things like, I can't wait till next year, 2021, like, let's go. However, I think we all fall into this illusion that we will go to sleep on December 31st and we will wake up to a new life on January 1st. And not just this year, but all the time. It is like a reset button. And in in other years where our outside world is consistent, 
it can kind of feel like that, right? Like you can hold on to that energy of because you're in control of your own energy. I don't know that that's going to happen this year. And I don't say that in a pessimistic way at all. Because gosh, what I want that more than anything is to have that light switch of, okay, new year, let's change everything. But I think it's really important to go into it with, uh, with realistic expectations because I think that we can really set ourselves up to fail. So for instance, when I'm doing goal setting with my mentees in LGA, uh, or even if we're working on changing our limiting beliefs to what I call expanding beliefs, I stress how important it is to create goals and beliefs, thoughts that are easily accessible. So for instance, if you have a limiting belief of I'm the worst mother ever, and you truly believe that, then replacing it for an affirmation or an expanding belief of I'm the best mother there ever was, you're not going to believe that. You're going to be like, you're going to say that affirmation and be like, yeah, okay. But instead, having an expanding belief such as, I know I'm not the best mom out there, but I'm the best mom for my kids. Or something like, I know I'm not perfect, but I do try my best every single day. Or just, I know I'm not perfect, but it doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. Doesn't that feel so much more believable? It's like, okay, I can get behind that belief. Or with goals, let's say you're 300 pounds overweight. Let's just make this in uh, like a very clear example. You're 300 pounds overweight. If you come to me and say, my goal is to weigh 150 by the end of LGA, I would be like, no, <laughs> because you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're going to, you're going to miss all the progress you're making because you have set with masculine energy, the idea that the only way you're succeeding is if you lose I don't know. I didn't do that math right. There was no math there. But anyway, if you lose enough weight to then be 150 pounds, say, I don't whatever, 450 pounds under 150, that, that's your only idea of success. But if you lost 20 pounds, that's, that's not successful. So remember, masculine energy is the destination, whereas feminine energy is the journey. And we can't set ourselves up for failure. So instead, a more attainable goal would be a bigger goal of like, I want to be healthier. I want to create a healthier lifestyle. A byproduct might be losing some pounds. And then the action steps that I help the women create would be something like working on creating different meals. Let's start with breakfast, adding in some more water and moving twice a week. That feels more attainable, right? It's like, okay, I can do that. And then you build on that, right? So I share this with you because I think this is how we have to go into the new year. If we set this idea that 2021 is going to be back to normal, this like super outrageous goal, we're going to feel really, 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 really bad when it doesn't feel like that. And I'm not saying we're not going. I don't know. I, I'm not a future future. Oh boy. I'm not a future teller. I'm not a psychic. I have no idea what's going to happen. But I do know that if we have crazy high numbers with lots of lockdowns on December 31st, we're probably going to have them through, I'd say maybe even February. Realistically, right? Just kind of thinking scientifically, logically, that's the masculine brain. Miracles can happen. Things can change quicker. I don't know. 
But I do know that it's not going to feel normal, quote unquote. Like what I have this vision, this romanticized idea of what 2021 is going to be like. So if I go into 2021 with that expectation, I'm going to feel even more disappointed. It's kind of like the higher your hopes are, the higher they can fall. So I'm not, I'm not saying don't be hopeful because it's really important. Hopeful is like one of the highest vibration emotions there are. Like absolutely we need to hold on to hope. But I also think it's really important to set our standards and our expectations to levels that feel attainable and not setting ourselves up for failure. So look inside your own world and ask yourself, what are what is a more attainable goal? Maybe a 2021 is I want to find more flexibility and gratitude for where I am right now. So then when things require more flexibility, it feels easier. And this is how can you have more flexibility? Take Aaron's program to learn aligned energetic scheduling. I'm just kidding, kind of. But seriously, think of how you can become more flexible. Maybe it's learning. Maybe it's doing a meditation. There are so many meditations out there to learn about flexibility. Maybe it's um, adding in some more feminine energy tasks into your day, like taking baths or going for walks or doing yoga or um, finding some nurturing, some compassion for your schedule. Like, oh, this isn't working the way I wanted it to, but pull in that compassion for it. I don't know. I'm not sure what it looks like for you. But I think it really is important to ask yourself, how do I want 2021 to look? And really get down and dirty with it so you can be very crystal clear on your expectations. Because if we go in very open, but have this romanticized emotion underneath it, of like, whew, we got through 2020, things are going to get better. I think it's important to have a very clear understanding of what does things are going to get better mean to you? What does that look like? How are you living? How are you working? How are you schooling? How are you relating? What does the world look like? And really get, even write it down. Be like, 2021 is going to be this for my work. It's going to be this with parenting. It's going to be this with schooling. And maybe even break it down quarterly. This is what the first quarter is going to look like, the second, and so on. And try and be realistic within your, your own home since we can't control the outside world. And then ask yourself, if this doesn't happen, like if, if I can't reach this, what can I do to feel better? What can I be? How can I be in order to feel okay with this? So as an example, by third quarter, my kids are going back to school without as heavy protocols. That's what I would want it to look like. We have normal drop-off and pick-up. The kids are able to play. They're able to sit in groups at their desks. Um, and it just feels normal. But then we get to the third quarter, and they're going back to school, but still with these heavy protocols. What would I, how can I be, how, how can I feel to be okay with that? And then I would have to take the time to answer that. That would probably be a lot of journaling. This is how it would be okay. Try to work through the different scenarios. So you can have your expectation. You can have the scenarios that could happen. So you're prepared for them. And this creates a mental preparedness because our brain is looking for patterns. It's, it's always looking for the same thing. So if you're, if you're thinking, this is how I want the year to go. This is how I want it to look. This is how I want it to feel. And then it's not going that way. Your brain's going to flip out 
because your your brain needs to predict what's going to happen. And if you're setting up something that isn't happening, your brain is setting off all the alarms, saying that the thing we thought was going to happen isn't turn everything off and only keep on the things we need for anxiety attacks and go. And that's what happens. And we really shut down. But if we work through literally on a piece of paper, this is what I expect. This is what could happen. Your brain is retaining that information. So then if you expect your kids to go back to school like normal in the fall and they don't, your brain is blindsided saying, oh yeah, we talked about this. No need for alarm. We're already prepared. No anxiety. And it isn't necessarily that easy. It's not like, oh, no anxiety. But it really is a huge component in handling your overwhelm, your burnout, your anxiety. Is supporting your brain. It's very primitive. And it's almost as simple as that, of being able to work those through those things. And as far as goal setting for 2021, I have um, a blog post on goal setting. So be sure you check that out. It was posted in November uh, of just the step-by-step. And this is the step-by-step I teach my LGA ladies um, to really kind of reverse engineer of saying, I want to live a healthier lifestyle in 2021 and really get clear on what does that look like and what are the small micro actions that you need to take to accomplish that goal and then start scheduling them in every day and do that. And you can do that with everything, whether it's your physical health, if it's uh, creating a morning routine, if it's reading more books, if it's finding a new cleaning schedule, decluttering, like whatever you want it to be, you can do that. So that's where I'm going to leave you. I think that's enough. This is just kind of my real talk on I'm hearing so much excitement, myself included, for a new year. But I also want us all to go into it prepared and not prepared in a hyper-masculine way, but just prepared for like, okay, we don't know how this is going to go and everything changes gradually. It's going to be an up and down. Nothing's going to happen overnight. And this is how I want it to look. But if it doesn't look like that, this is how I'm going to support myself. This is what I'll change. And by doing that, you are prepared and you're going to find so much more ease and flexibility, fluidity, uh, and that's all that feminine energy that we need. So pull in your masculine and feminine, plan for 2021, be excited, feel the hope, feel the joy, and then pull in those pieces to help your primitive brain be prepared for if things don't go exactly as planned. And that will allow the balance of that masculine feminine energy. And it'll be awesome. I promise. It's going to be a good year. And it'll be a good year because you're choosing for it to be a good year. It's all about perspective. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. So choose how you want to respond. Choose how you want to experience this next year. And I promise if you do that, and you choose for it to be a good year, it will be. Okay, friends, happy new year. I will be back next week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thank you for another amazing year of podcasting. It's been incredible. I'm so happy to have you here. Be sure to leave a rating and review and uh, for, for my podcast and my book, My book is Motherhood Stripped on Amazon. If you are planning to read more in the new year, be sure you pick up that book. I'd love it. And be sure to leave a rating and review there as well. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next time. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. 
Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to, and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love, and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.